Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, Okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller Tongue. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. If you're just tuning in, McLovin is back from his vacation in Iceland. And looks like he got a little bit of sun. Get out of here. There's no sun over there. Fritzy is out today. We hope he's feeling better and back tomorrow. Best and worst of the weekend. We will give you hours coming up here momentarily. And uh, a little bit of breaking news with Deshaun Watson. This was from earlier in the show, Tom Pelissero. And this is news that's actually being reported because a lot of it was just basically whispers, rumors. But Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network saying the Texans are now willing to listen and have been for some time to trade offers for Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson showed up yesterday and was described as being respectful, but his demeanor reiterated he does not want to be in Houston. Question is, when do you trade for him? What do you trade for him? And what do you know about his situation? Those are really big questions before I say, yeah, let's go after Deshaun Watson. You don't even know if he's going to be suspended or not. Put on the commissioner's exempt list. You're going to settle all of these uh, civil cases? There's a whole lot still to be sorted out. It's an interesting week. Deshaun Watson shows up. We don't know for how long. We don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to show up. you got the NBA draft coming up, and you got baseball's trade deadline. And you have the Olympics as well. And you have Oklahoma and Texas perhaps joining the SEC. And maybe the SEC is reaching out to other schools. We're going to talk to Paul Feinbaum on loan from the mothership. He'll join us coming up. This program is brought to you by the great folks at Peacock. Peacock has an original, The Greatest Race. Discover the teammates who pulled off an astonishing comeback and won the 4x100 relay at the 2008 Beijing Olympics. The Greatest Race, streaming now on Peacock, our TV partners. You can download the app, watch for free. And also our radio affiliates. I've been singling out some of the great cities. 
I was uh, nominated for the Radio Hall of Fame and couldn't have done it without the support of our great affiliates, including 1340 AM in Las Vegas, uh, AM 1300 The Zone in Austin, Texas, Louisville, uh, Cards Radio 790 KRD. Thank you for your support for this program. We've had plenty of holdouts down through the years and players who forced their way out of town, but there really hasn't been a situation like Deshaun Watson's in Houston. He doesn't want to be there. And although they haven't really said it, there's a good chance the Texans don't want him there either. Yet, he reported to camp, and at the beginning of the offseason, Watson made it abundantly clear he wanted out. Texans didn't want to listen to trade offers back then. Then the serious civil suits came out against Watson for sexual misconduct, and we don't know what the actions will be of the NFL moving forward. The precedent for the situation probably doesn't exactly apply when Ben Roethlisberger was accused of sexual misconduct. The NFL suspended him for four games. I think it was six, and then they uh, bumped it back to four. But he wanted to be in Pittsburgh, and the Steelers still wanted him. And that's a far cry from what we have with the Texans. So what's next? Does the league step in? Do the Texans trade him? Is there any chance he stays in Houston? We're going to find out really soon, but... You might want to trade him. If I'm Miami, Denver, whoever might be Philadelphia, Carolina, I got to know a couple things. First of all, is he going to settle these civil suits? And is the NFL going to punish him? And then I'm going to ask, okay, what do you want for him? Unless you say, hey, we know he's damaged goods. Give us two number ones. Give us two number ones and two at Tonga Vailoa, and we're good. Or if you're Philadelphia, what are you giving up? Do you give up draft picks and Jalen Hurts? If you're Houston, do you even want a quarterback in return? This probably just Tyrod Taylor. Let him be your quarterback here. Get the first pick in the draft. You win two or three games this year. Get some draft picks here you're able to move forward. And that's what I was surprised about. Okay, he didn't want to be there. You had given him his money. He was making $40 million a year. You know, Hopkins was gone. J.J. Watt was gone. Like, there was no reason, you know, if, if he didn't want to be there, then you could have jettisoned him and got something real in return. It's the same thing with Aaron Rodgers. I understand you don't want to trade him, but at some point... You have to have something to show for this when it's all said and done. One more season with Aaron? Is that what? And then you're going to say, all right, give us one more year and then we'll trade you. And you let us know, we'll give you four destinations. You pick out of those four. Like, I don't know what the solution's going to be. And then are you going to lose Devontae Adams? This is a team that went to the NFC title game. And here you are. In the last six months, you haven't been able to make it better? Did it come down to, I don't like those two guys who are running the show. Mark Murphy, Brian Gutekunst. All right. Can't do anything about that, Aaron. All right. Then I would have said, all right, then we'll see if we can come up with a trade partner. I, I can't have a player say, I got to get rid of the president and the GM. Can't. Because you have a good team here. I still think if Jordan Love was ready to go, Packers probably would have said, all right, you don't want to be here. We're going to bet on you not being as good next year because they bet on him not being as good last year, and it cost him. 
I get some draft picks. Maybe I get you know a, a starting player. Get some cap room here. Like at some point, you have to go. Okay, what's best for the organization? You know, Brett Favre wanted Randy Moss. He wanted Randy Moss brought in. Now he, these quarterbacks all want to say in something, and Brady changed everything. Now the the NBAization, NBAization of the NFL where the players have the power. That's what's going on. And these quarterbacks who were probably told, hey, you're just one of 53. That ain't the case. They're not just one of 53. You're spending 40, $50 million on these quarterbacks. They want to have a say. You give me all this money, but then I don't get a say. And it changed with Tom Brady. Now Mahomes is going to want that. Russell Wilson asked for that. Uh, Baker Mayfield is going to want that. Lamar Jackson is going to get $45 million a year. Josh Allen is going to get paid. These guys are going to get to the point where, hey, you're going to critique me because I haven't won. Well, then can I have a say in who we bring in if it's all about me? Hey, you didn't win the big one. Hey, you don't win in the postseason. I mean, Lamar Jackson, MVP. Yeah, but he doesn't win in the postseason. He's probably saying, hey, can I have a couple of wide receivers that somebody knows? What did Mahomes say? Hey, can I have an offensive line? Because I'm a whole lot better when I'm standing up than I got three Buccaneers on me in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Paul. I, I was just looking at the Texans. They're, you know, they're expected to be the worst team in football with Deshaun Watson. Their odds are mm-hmm. at the worst. Without him, they're by far the odds to be the worst team in football. One year and seven months ago, January 12, 2020, the Houston Texans were up 24-0 to zero <laughs> on the Kansas City Chiefs in the, first, in the divisional playoffs. I know. They look like they were going to boat race the Chiefs, yeah. and they lost 51-31. It's been bad ever since. Yes, McLovin. How about this theory that, they, you know, that they're kind of doing a process? You know, they're tanking for the number one pick and just starting over again. I know you don't like well, the process. Well, they've done a great job. Yeah, I know you don't like the process, but isn't that their best option? Well, I just don't know who's going to be there at number one. You know, we knew Trevor Lawrence was going to be here. We, we, we've known that there's going to be players that are going to be available at number one overall. You know, Joe Burrow, you knew he was going to be there. You don't know that right now. Now, there's going to be probably two or three quarterbacks where you go, wow, didn't see that happening. If you look at what happened this past year or the you know previous years, you know, Baker Mayfield. I get this happens where you go, I didn't expect that guy to be that good or where did he come from? That'll happen. But if I'm the Texans, and I send uh, Deshaun Watson to Miami, I, I don't want Tua in return. Like, I'd rather just go, no, we got our quarterbacks. I want rookie contracts here. I, 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 don't, I don't want that. But then, you know, Miami would have to trade Tua somewhere. Who's going to want to take on Tua Tonga-Vailoa? There's a lot of questions here, and these are two, and they're at the opposite ends of their careers with Deshaun Watson at, what, 24, 25? Aaron Rodgers at, what, 36, 37? Yeah, McLovin. Have you got any sense of how the NFL views Tua, like like other teams? I haven't gotten one of those, you know what, he's going to be great. And a lot of times you'll get that they're far more benevolent where they're like, yeah, he's going to be good. Give him time. I haven't gotten that with Tua. And, you know, part of this is, by comparison, to Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow. He's not on their level, at least not right now. But I don't know. 
Like I always thought Kenny Stabler, the Raiders, didn't have a strong arm, but he he knew how to play the position. Wasn't a great athlete. He just knew how to. He had he very subtle in the pocket, and he was accurate. You know, Tua doesn't. He looks like he puts everything into his throws. He has to. It doesn't look like it's as natural with that zip on the ball. There's certain guys who throw a baseball, and they don't look like they're throwing hard and they're throwing 98. Tua looks like he's throwing 98, but he's throwing 92. But I haven't. I, it didn't feel like people in Miami who work with the organization were blown away by Tua. And plus also, you know, coming in being prepared. He was overwhelmed, which was surprising. All right, best and worst of the weekend. No Fritzy today. Um, McLovin, how about you? Okay, the best and the worst are the same thing. My best is that I saw Paul McCartney interviewed by Rick Rubin on this Hulu special, uh, Paul McCartney 321. And it wait, was. Wait, 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 yeah. wait, 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 wait. You're anti Beatles. I was anti Beatles. Oh, no, no. We don't want you. We do not want you. This documentary, I finally, after all these years, realized the brilliance of the Beatles. Oh, my God. How the hell did you get into an Ivy League school? Well, I was so familiar with, like, the early bubblegum stuff. Like, I want to hold your hand. Uh, Rick Rubin, the famous producer from the Beastie Boys, held it, took us through these, like, deep cuts oh, that were amazing. What, what are the deep cuts that are amazing? I don't know. Anything off Sgt. Pepper's or the White Album? Like those yeah, deep have you cuts? heard of the song Let It Be? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got very emotional. Well, it was actually, it's, it's an unbelievable documentary. And McCartney is so eloquent in describing what they were thinking. And, you know, he was so generous to everybody in the band. Too. Would you I really like to that. apologize to Paul McCartney? I, I would. I'd like for him to come on the show and apologize because I think he'd be a fun hang. I think you, you and him would have a great conversation. I don't think it's going to happen. Have you ever been close to interviewing him? You must no. have. Remember he did the Super Bowl yes. at one point? Um, I'm trying to think. Because I would always, if, if NBC had the rights, then I'd always get to show up for rehearsal and be like, uh, hey, rehearsal starting with Springsteen. I'd be like, all right. I'm, I'm going to go over there and watch his rehearsal. But I don't know if I saw... I think 2005, which must have been... Was that the Steelers against the Seahawks? Uh, we didn't cover... I didn't cover that. I didn't cover that Super Bowl. Well, I'm, I'm still double-checking. It was right uh, around there he did one. Yeah. No, I... Oh, sorry. It was the uh, Patriots-Eagles. I did cover that. The one in Jacksonville. That's the famous Fred X when uh, Freddie Mitchell. Just want to thank my hands for being so great. No, but that's when I had him on Sports Center, and he didn't know. He kept talking about the numbers, the guys in the secondary for the Patriots, and I said, do you know their names? And he did not know Ty Law and Rodney Harrison, probably Lawyer Malloy. He didn't know their names. And then it came out, and oh, my God, it was like, I had people in Philadelphia that were mad at me that, that I was sabotaging the Eagles' chances against the Patriots. I said, I just ask a simple question. Here's a guy going, you know, they got 30 and 34 and 37 back there. And I go, do you know their names? And he's like, no. <laughs> right said Fred. Yes, Eden. It's funny, too, because he doesn't need to know their names. He only needs to know their numbers. Well, 
It didn't. It didn't come off well, though. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you're Fred, Fred Mitchell, and you're not nobody. Nobody cares. You know, you're you're not at, at a. If Jerry Rice goes, yeah, they got thirty and thirty-seven, <laughs> and okay. Barry Sanders famously did not know a lot of the guys he was going against on the defense. He just ran by them. Uh, Seton, best and worst of the weekend. I'm going to go two best, actually. Uh, fencing, Lee Kiefer winning. Oh, oh, come on. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> of course I'm going to take fencing. Why? I niche sports. That's all the Olympics are. I know. Niche. Niche. I can, I'm saving archery for you, Paul. There's 15 <laughs> archery medals given away. If I had taken archery, I could see her. Upsetment. Right. Lee Kiefer, she won the uh, first ever gold medal for individual foil. Major upset. It was her third Olympics. Uh, she finally medaled. She beat the defending champion. I think you're Pretty Paulie's awesome. foil right now. <laughs> yeah, it's the saber. Okay. Uh, this one's a possible spoiler, though, so earmuffs if you're really into this kind of thing. But skateboarding, um, I know Nigel Houston didn't medal, and that was a disappointment, but two 13-year-old girls who medaled in women's street yeah. Uh, the gold medal medalist is from Japan. The silver medalist is from Brazil. They're 13 years old. It's the cutest thing I think I've ever seen on television. It's absolutely fantastic. Paulie, best and worst, then we'll take a break. Uh, shooting women's skeet, gold medal Amber English, and also shooting men's skeet, gold medal Vincent Hancock. Nice job by those guys. They shoot, they score. Anything else? No negative. Oh, okay. I like that. We're skewing positive. <laughs> Uh, Paul Feinbaum. He'll probably disrupt that. No archery. What the heck? As soon as they get some gold. You're the archer. We'll get of some the gold. Bunch. I wanted an archery breakdown. Brady Ellison, gold soon, hopefully. We'll take a break. Coming up on 17 after the hour, more phone calls. Paul Feinbaum on Oklahoma and Texas and possibly, maybe, Michigan, Ohio State, and others. We'll talk some college football next year on the Dan Patrick Show. This past year has brought a lot of change to our lives, and for a lot of us, that means we've changed jobs or you might be considering retirement. Now, I'm not changing jobs or considering retirement, but if I was, Stiefel, S-T-I-F-E-L, has helped clients like you and me manage investments for over 130 years, helping you with retirement. When it comes to investing for retirement, do you know if you have enough money to retire? Stiefel Financial Advisors can help create a personalized retirement plan, understand your options for claiming Social Security, and implement an investment portfolio designed around your needs. Plus, Stiefel clients have access to Stiefel's award-winning equity research and investment strategy view, so you know you're going to make more informed decisions regarding your portfolio. Find your Stiefel Financial Advisor at Stiefel.com. S-T-I-F-E-L.com. Stiefel, Nicholas & Company, Incorporated, member SIPC and NYSE. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Make sure you pick up a bag of Penny's Bang Biscuits. Gourmet biscuits made from scratch. Healthy, all-natural ingredients. Your dog will love them. 20% of all Bang Biscuit sales given back to hand-picked partners in the pet industry. Available at danpatrick.com. Paul Feinbaum is a man of his word. Last week, he was really busy. We reached out. He said, when I am able to, I will join you. And here he is, the voice of the SEC, the Paul Feinbaum Show on ESPN Radio. Paul, thanks for joining us. If somebody was gone out of the country last week and had no idea what happened in college football, how would you sum up what's happened in the last seven days? Well, simply put, Dan, everyone else is, well, everyone else was already playing for second. Uh, now it's just 
not even not even a close call. It, it, when this goes through, and, and I think we all assume it will, the SEC has put so much distance between themselves and the rest of college football. And I know in the past, a lot of people have accused me of beating my chest unnecessarily. I wrote a book six years ago entitled My Conference Can Beat Your Conference. <laughs> I got laughed at. Um, I'm not getting laughed at anymore because it, it's, you, know, you, you you just, it's hard to explain to those who don't swim in these rather toxic waters of college football, the importance of adding Texas and Oklahoma to what's already Alabama and Auburn and Florida and Georgia, LSU, Texas a and I mean, it's an endless stream of big brands. And I, I genuinely feel sorry for all the other leagues because when the Big Ten starts looking around, and I'll defer to you because I, I found out during COVID, you are the Big Ten. You are the voice <laughs> of the Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. I, I mean, you you tell me who uh, who Kevin Warren's going after because I don't see too many attractive choices. Well, I wondered if the SEC goes after the Big Ten. I've heard that, um, and I you know, it 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 seems unlikely today. Uh, because it's so hard to digest teams. Uh, you know, there's, you, know, you right now the SEC is about to move from 14 to 16. And if you want to see everyone within your five year period in, in college, that's very difficult. But, but I, I, I'm really interested to see what, uh, other schools want to do. I, yeah, I would think if you're sitting there up in Ann Arbor right now and Jim Harbaugh is saying to his boss, you know, we, we, we really can't compete. In, in the Big Ten, I can't beat Ohio State. So I tell you what, why don't you get me in the SEC? <laughs> Where I know we can't compete. Not only with you know, one team, but probably a few teams there. I, yeah. I, but I wonder about this. I, I liken Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, to Roger Goodell, because he's running college football. Yeah. But if you said, let's look at Sankey's endgame in, I don't know if it's a three-year, five-year period, or are, are we looking at maybe an NFL model of college football and Greg Sankey is heading up the top 32 to 40 college football programs. And you just use the model that the NFL has. Very possibly. And, you know, until whenever, maybe before COVID, we always looked at Mark Emmerich as the head of the the NCAA. Uh, I can assure you, Greg Sankey would take your call before he would take Mark Emmerich's call right now. And, and, I don't mean that as an insult to you. I mean, I've, I've heard him on the show many times, but I mean, Emirate is, is really powerless. Uh, he's just, but he doesn't care. He just, you know, he's almost 70 years old. He just cashed a new contract in for $5 million a year, whatever it is. And so he's, he's, he's quietly going to uh, wherever former NCAA presidents go. And it's usually to be a consultant, but yeah, that is exactly right. And it, I don't, I, if, if I could just say something off the record, because I don't want anyone to quote me on this. But let's not forget who the other partner is here, Dan. It's uh, your former employee in Bristol, Connecticut. I mean, they they have a, a, just a tremendous investment in the SEC. Uh, not only do they control most of what uh, the, everything uh, everything that happens outside of two thirty or three thirty on on Saturday afternoon, they have the SEC network, and now they're they're about to take over the most valuable piece of property left, and that's the three thirty CBS window, which. It's not supposed to go into effect for a couple of years, but something tells me uh, that might be expedited. And they also control the college football playoff, which we've heard a lot of double talk recently uh, about why it may expand two years from now or five years from now. Greg Sankey is also the key guy there. So all of this is going to start coming together very quickly. My former 
employer, your current employer, ESPN? Well, I say that because whenever you go on a program like the Dan Patrick Show, you don't know if somebody has that their finger on the on, on the nuclear button that says <laughs> you are no longer employed. That's but if you want to get fired, this is the place to do it. Okay. Oh, and by the way, I. If it, if I go down, uh, I would like to go down on this show. <laughs> I'm wondering about if you're USC, if you're Oregon, um, are, how concerned would you be in the Pac-12 right now with what's going on in the SEC? Well, I think as long as the 12-team playoff goes into effect reasonably soon, I don't think you're going to be as concerned because you still have a chance. Now, you know, the first 12-team playoff may involve 10 SEC schools. I say that somewhat jokingly, but – not really when you if you add I mean with Texas and, and Oklahoma you're just you're giving yourself more more wiggle room and, and more room for error but I, I I think you know I've heard all these you know big Ten Marys uh, yeah, pac 12 all these marriages what, what how has that worked out for the big Ten uh, I mean big Ten fans can you uh, can you name anything about Rutgers or, or Maryland or Nebraska I mean that, that exactly that hasn't exactly gone over well. And, and, and frankly, most additions don't. It's hard to get the right school in, in your league. But, you know, nobody can tell me these two are wrong for the SEC. No, and, you know, nobody cares. They wanted the New York market with Rutgers, but they don't care about college football <laughs> in New York. Uh, no. Maryland, they don't care about Maryland in Maryland. Uh, Nebraska, <laughs> Nebraska used to be Nebraska. But this global expansion that the Big Ten had, you're right. It didn't work out. I was curious about Oklahoma. That in, in let's say you expanded to twelve teams, Oklahoma in the Big Twelve was guaranteed of playing in the playoffs every single year, and a pretty easy road as well, as opposed to the SEC. I know it's about money, but I just wondered about that that part of this that Oklahoma's giving up that you know the uh, the fast lane to uh, play for a national title. They are, but uh, you know, it does matter what happens during the season. And you know, the Oklahoma-Iowa State game, which I think was the Big 12 championship game last year, I mean, that just doesn't resonate, mm-hmm. even though they're really good teams. I don't want to be knocking uh, some of the best teams in the country. But you know, one, thing the, one thing the Big 12 never had uh, that you need nowadays is, your con- is a conference network. And I realize I work for one, Dan, but the Big 12 didn't have that. And that really hurt them. And, and ultimately, Texas drives this, has been driving this bus. Oklahoma has considered the SEC for about 10 years. There have been back channel conversations. But remember, 10 years ago, when college football was about to be blown up, Texas wanted to go to the Pac 12. Yeah. Uh, and the reason, because they felt their academics mirrored Stanford's and California's and schools like that. And welcome to the SEC. We, we, we've, we've got good schools here, too, uh, you folks in Austin. But, yeah, things change. And, it, you know, I, I hate to sound like we're a bunch of role, uh, Russian oligarchs sitting around uh, Putin's uh, Black Sea uh, palace, but it's all about money. And, and the money down here is just a lot uh, more valuable than the money out there. What do you do if you're Clemson? Wow, you're. I mean, on one on one hand, you're you're assured of, of your league, but your your brand has gone down a little bit because the, the ACC is, has some real issues. I heard over the weekend the ACC was was looking to expand, and one of the first schools they were talking about is West Virginia. Now, they turned their nose up at West Virginia ten years ago, Dan, uh, and, and West Virginia had to hightail it uh, across the country. So 
I mean, you, you, you'll add a few schools, but you, you can't compete. And I'm not saying, well, let me back up for a second. The biggest prize left out there is Notre Dame, and they're kind of half in the ACC. Uh, but, you know, if you're Notre Dame, why, why, do you, why do you need the ACC right now? You already have the benefit of it in basketball. You collect the money there, and you play five games a year, and, and, and you have your own TV network. It, it doesn't make much – right now it doesn't make much sense. Yeah, I wondered if there was a bigger play for Notre Dame. If, if, you know, it's musical chairs and the music's still going and there's still chairs available. I just didn't know if Notre Dame makes it official and says we're part of the ACC. Well, I don't, I don't have the authority to do that, but since I do work at the SEC Network, if Notre Dame would like to join the <laughs> SEC, I'll go ahead and uh, give the invitation out right now on the Dan Patrick Show. All right. This just in. Mr. <laughs> SEC Paul Feinbaum expressed an invitation to Notre Dame. Okay. They just said yes. Okay. Yeah. And, and, and Paul McCartney will sing the national anthem at the Paul first uh, Notre Dame-Alabama game. Yeah. This is wild. Uh, could there be any hiccups with Oklahoma and Texas joining the SEC? Um, I don't think so. I mean, this thing was already down the track pretty far uh, when the news broke last Wednesday. And as I'm sure you mentioned Thursday, ironically, right, as Jimbo Fisher was about to get in front of the microphone. And I'm sitting there uh, courtside. We have a setup. And I look over and there's the athletic director at Texas A&M. He's conveniently available for comment too. And and just for the point, just for you uh, trivia experts, it's the first time we've seen an athletic director at SEC Media Day, Days in, in only eleven years. <laughs> well, I it, that was one of those. If you're A&M, it didn't look good that they just sort of bypassed you. you know, you know it's like Monopoly where you have. Baltic and Oriental and the, like, you know, you just kind of blow right by them, even though A&M is a, a big time program and, okay. and has done well. They just treated them like on the Monopoly board. Uh, we're already over here to boardwalk and park place. Hey, we, we, we loved you then. So get out of our way as we uh, <laughs> head to Austin and invite the Longhorns and Bevo into the league. Yeah, man, just made your job easier. That's all it did, it did. Paul. It did. Uh, thank you, buddy. We appreciate your time as always. Dan, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for inviting me. That's Paul Feinbaum. Paul Feinbaum show on ESPN Radio and the voice of the SEC. Yeah, we reached out last week, and you know, you want to get the right people on who are connected and to get Paul. And Paul was really busy, and you know, Fritzy doesn't take no. And I just said, just ask Paul when he'll be available that we will take him whenever he's available. Yes, Paul. It's fascinating how different college and pro football are. Like the structure of the sport, the, how the schedules are made, the, you know, one foot in, two feet in, on the field and off the field. College football and the NFL are not alike in any way. You know, they're, they control their own schedules. The coaches basically in the athletic directors make yeah. their own schedules. Yeah. Imagine if you let um, Bill Belichick make the Patriots schedule every year and the other teams had to like get in line to play them. Or, you know, let, let's say the New York Giants said, you know, we're going to go play out west. We want to m- do more w- trips. Well, out there'd west. be certain schools, certain teams that you would have to play. So you have to play the Jets. You have to play the Buffalo Bills. You have to play the Miami Dolphins. But then the other games where the non-conference scheduling games where you'd go, uh, Bengals got an open date. Uh, Carolina got an open date. Yeah, McLovin. But just the fact that you're comparing the two shows that college football is basically a pro sport. Yes. So they should, they're going to have to be paid. I mean, as pros, if you're going to put them on the same line, it's just a, it, the models, it can't last. Maybe five more years, 10 more years. Uh, Larry in Texas joining us. Hi, Larry. What's on your mind? Hey, 
Hey, Dan, uh, two points I wanted to make. Uh, first of all, as a longtime Texas fan, I think going to the SEC is a mistake. Uh, it'd be great financially, but competitively, I think it'll be a disaster. Uh, Texas has enough problems with TCU, Iowa State, and Baylor. They don't really need to be messing with <laughs> Auburn, Alabama, and Georgia. And secondly, um, I just heard this, this this story just came out over the weekend regarding the name, image, and likeness. Uh, UT fan site called OrangeBloods.com has signed two players, yeah. one football player and one baseball player, to exclusive interview rights. And as a former retire, as a retired journalist, I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I wondered about that. Where you know the conflict of interest there, and you got exclusive rights to uh, you know, a TV station or a network, and then nobody uh, can interview you. Like there's certain people that you know we try to get on the show, but then they're contractually obligated to whether it's the network or a uh, you know a local show, and then they can't do it. But that's what's going to happen with some of these big time athletes. Is let's say somebody says, "Hey, we want the exclusive rights for Spencer Rattler, the Oklahoma quarterback, and the only place where he's going to do an interview this season." is going to be with us. And what's that worth? He's going to be a Heisman Trophy candidate? I mean, pro athletes do it. You know, Tom Brady was with WEEI. He didn't do that because, hey, I like getting up and talking to these guys in the morning. He got paid. Uh, Coaches do this locally all the time. You're going to have players do the same thing. Eli Manning did this when, you know, he was in New York. You got a... uh, uh, a, a contract obligation with uh, WFAN where every whatever day, Tuesday at 5 o'clock, he would be there and he'd spend a half hour talking about the Giants. College kids are going to do the same thing. Yeah, McClub. Yeah, again, it sounds like a pro league. Yes. <laughs> sure sounds like it. Mike in uh, Louisiana. Hi, Mike. Thanks for holding. What's on your mind? Hey, Dan. Uh, second time, long time. Six one two twenty. My my best and worst of the weekend. As I was at my son's uh, AAU tournament, they made it to the championship game. At halftime, they're down twenty eight to six. My son goes in at halftime. He's really quiet kid. Gives a rousing speech. Tells the team that his father's fiftieth birthday, and I'm his biggest the biggest supporter, and he wants to win the game for me. They go back and I kid you not, they win the game, they win the championship game, forty-eight to forty-four. I uh, got a little tricky phone call there, Mike. But uh, happy birthday uh, over the weekend. By the way, <laughs> Shohei Otani hit another home run. I could just listen to. I, I didn't even have to see the video. In, in fact, I saw the video and then I just said, "I am right, close my eyes and just listen to that sound," because that sound is violent. I mean, it is. That's a different sound when he hits a home run. Kind of a quiet start to the second half of the season, but he's got 35 home runs. He's hit more home runs through the first 98 games than anyone in Angels history, and more than anybody in baseball since 2013. That's when Chris Davis had 37 home runs through the first 98 games with the Orioles. Shohei dodged that <laughs> That's his own stat of the day, sounder. It it sounds, that's just a different sounding bat. But it sounds that way because of what what he's doing with it. Like, imagine if you're at a game, and, and, you know, it's not loud when somebody's pitching, 
because you're just there sipping the beer and you're like, uh, you know, telling your son, hey, Otani's up. And then all of a sudden it's quiet and you hear. Oh, oh what? No. Oh. As long as it's not going into the stands yeah. and it's going out the other way, you're good. Yeah. yeah. Like if you're in right field, if I yeah. hear that, I duck. I get under the seat. You hear that and it's a screamer down yeah. the first baseline, you're in trouble. Yeah, Paul. Remember a couple years ago when everyone was upset because they put the netting down the foul line? Yeah. I would love to have netting. <laughs> I mean, give me some more netting. Uh, oh, oh, man. Whoa, look yeah. out. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow, this day in sports history. That's coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL. Featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. 
some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Oh, look at that. The uh, big-time actor Matt Damon will join us on the program tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember the last time he joined us, he called in from Miami and... It's not like he had some PR person. There was no team there with him. He was just calling from his home phone. And uh, Paulie looked at the area code. It was 305 and uh, said, uh, hey, uh, you calling? where are you calling from, Miami? And Matt Damon goes, yeah, how'd you know? You got caller ID. And Paulie goes, yeah. He goes, wait, my number's supposed to be blocked. <laughs> so Paulie's giving Matt Damon advice. He goes, he goes, I'm supposed to have a blocked number. He goes, I, I, I set it up for the home phone. I go, I don't know. It's not blocked. He goes, what do you think I should do? I'm like, call your agent or something. Call someone more important yeah. than me. Yeah. Don't you have a team that could help you here? You're Jason Bourne. You can't work out caller ID. You can, you can save the world, but you can't uh, get your phone stuff together. Uh, so Matt Damon will join us on the program tomorrow. This day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? Got a few. The 1859, uh, the regatta uh, in Worcester, Mass. Worcester. Harvard beat Yale and Brown, the first ever collegiate oh. rowing regatta. Mm-hmm. And let's see, 1948, Babe Ruth was last seen in public. 1948, when he attended the New York City premiere of the motion picture, The Babe Ruth Story, ironically. That was his last public appearance. Hmm. And uh, that's it. All the others are negative, like some disaster. 1984, Pete Rose tied Ty Cobb with uh, his 3,502nd single. He had 3,500 singles in his career, or at least up to that point. I don't know what that... Can we check? 5,000? No, 3,500. Oh, what was the first thing you read? Uh, that, that Pete Rose ties Ty Cobb with his 3,502nd single. But I don't know if it was a single, and that was... That doesn't make any... So Ty Cobb had the record? It wouldn't be hits, because Ty Cobb had 4,192, I believe. I'm confused here. A lot of singles. But what was his OBP? What was his war? Oh, yeah, exactly. That's that's why I, I... Forgot to find that out there. Final results of the poll question, McLevin. Uh, who's getting traded this week? Uh, forget Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson. It's Chris Bryant is on the way out, according to our voters. All right. Uh, Brandy in Iowa is back. Hi, Brandy. Hey, DP. Hey, bud. Hey. Best and worst of the weekend. Best. Next time you're with your kids at a tournament and they lose in that first round and you always go, all right, we're on to the loser's bracket. <laughs> 
new word I learned from the Olympics is repechage in rowing. <laughs> Fancy word for saying when you don't win your heat, you go down to the loser's bracket to row your way back to the winner's bracket. So the next time your kid gets knocked down to the lower bracket, just saying we're going to the repechage's bracket. Okay. Well, thank you, Brandy. Uh, n- n- my kids aren't competing. We were always in the repassage bracket <laughs> with, with my kids. I, I have a, a friend in Arizona, and his son is really good in baseball. And uh, he's always telling me, traveling all the time. You know, and I go, man, I'm so glad my kids weren't good in athletic. <laughs> Just <laughs> never had to go anywhere. Travel team? No, no, there's no travel team. No, not at all. They barely got on the local team where you only travel like a mile to play baseball. Uh, Matt in Ohio. Hi, Matt. What do you have for me? Best and worst of the weekend. Hey, Dan. Uh, Six foot four, a skinny fat, 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you. And I guess I just got a question, actually, for the band or the music guy, Seton. Have you ever heard of Greta Van Vliet? And if so, what's your opinion? Do you like them or not? I like it, uh, you know, the little Zeppelin feel, like hard rock there. Seton, what do you think of Greta? Um, uh, yeah, I've heard them. I don't listen much. Um, or really, actually, to be honest, I never listen to them, although I've heard them. Um, and yeah, I get the whole Led Zeppelin thing for sure. But yeah, yeah they're, they're good. Yeah. yeah, Paul. Just to clarify, Greta Van Vliet is a band, not a person. Yes. And there's no one named, per, named Greta in the band. Or Van Fleet, Van Vliet. It appears Van that Vliet. way. Is Fred Van Vliet in Greta Van Vliet? Checking. Okay. No. No. Maybe we should start a band called Greta Van Vliet and only do songs about Fred Van Vliet. Wow. Hmm. How about we have a band called Greta Van Sustern? Right. And uh, the former uh, Fox host, and we just have songs about Greta Van Sustern. The niche. Yeah. Greta Fred. We've had too much use of the word niche or niche it's olympics it happens i know i know i know that's why i'm saying we have to put like a moratorium on the number of times we can say it's a niche sport why don't we curate all the way we've used it and then we can decide (laughs) that's the narrative right Uh, now you know see (laughs) i've i'm curating my playlist to go across country and i need suggestions then that means you're not curating yeah i think you lose points on around the horn with tony reality when you bring up narrative when you (laughs) like there's a couple of buzzwords that, that people we use, and narrative is one of those. Yes, Paul? People get upset when you refer to their sport as a niche sport. Like, if you're a fan of blank sport, yeah. goes, yeah, that's a cool sport. It's a niche. It's niche. They get defensive. Is skateboarding a niche sport? It's, now, a, it's a massive sport, but it's... But is it a niche sport, Seton? Skateboarding goes in waves where it has unbelievable popularity and then completely falls off the face of the earth. And then all of a sudden it has insane popularity again. So I would say, yes, it is niche niche. Yes. McLovin. I would say definitely not because unless I, they've changed the rules and there's no ball involved, then it is not a sport. <laughs> there you go. He's well, that's true. Dan did compare it to uh, uh cannonballing in a pool earlier. So yeah. you're right. it's not very much of a sport. Yeah. So there's no ball. It's not a sport. Oh, well, I mean, it's an activity. You're, you're back. It's good to have you back, McLovin. <laughs> oh, were you worried when I liked the Beatles earlier? Yeah, because I'm thinking, no, I don't want McLovin liking the Beatles for so many years that you, I don't get the Beatles. I mean, come on, they just do, well, I want to hold your hand, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the Sgt. Pepper's thing? This is a great album, Dan. Yeah, yeah. 
They changed music. That music will live longer than we will. I, I saw a, a 60 Minutes piece last night on Prince's music, and uh, they, they take you down, not in the vault. He does have a vault full of music. They said he probably has 10,000 songs that haven't been released. And they probably are going to put out an album every year. And he's, he's, I think he makes the most of, of all the deceased musicians. He might make the most money, which I thought it might be Elvis, but uh, Prince is still. And he didn't leave a will. And you got, you know, everybody's sort of navigating there of what's my piece here. Final results of the poll question. We have that with Chris Bryant. Yep. Mentioned Matt Damon is going to join us uh, coming up. Uh, McLovin, I'll start with you. Okay, we came up with a new band, Greta Van Vliet, with songs about Fred Van Vliet. Fred Van, Van Vliet. <laughs> and if you try to explain how we got there, I don't think you could. Seton O'Connor. Andrew has had a bit of a rebirth. Yeah, he is. He's back. Paulie? Niche has two weeks left. What we learned brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Go far beyond from their customization options. Cutting-edge tech, five-star sales service financial support crew. Mercedes-Benz Vans, built, equipped, engineered to be ready for anything. Go that extra mile. Taking the all-important first step into an authorized dealership today. Great to be back. Thanks for the phone calls. Hopefully Fritzy is back tomorrow. Seton, Pauly, Fritzy, McLovin, yours truly. This has been the Dan Patrick Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, guys. You know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.